to now try this the podcast where two best friends get together every week to try something new i'm marcus and that's nick hello i'm nick marcus can i ask you a question sure I, you know i remember when we made our logo and i was super excited about it yeah now try this two best friends we try it that's welcome to the show on our logo i was just looking at it and i just laughed to myself because right there on the logo there's books a camera dice records and a couple of shoes, a couple of old crusty running shoes. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? I, I I got the logo done on Fiverr and the person I was talking to, I was like, okay, so like I was telling them what I wanted and mm-hmm. they, I, I don't know if they didn't draw the stuff. I was like, okay, they I want didn't. a D20. Like clip art. I want to, yeah. Something. So I was telling them the stuff I wanted and they didn't put any of that stuff. So instead of like a D20, they put two dice <laughs> which i love they're like casino yeah. dice yeah and i was like maybe put like a couple of films in there or like some kind of like reference i don't know like a dslr <laughs> a dslr camera okay cool like what about comics books textbooks <laughs> textbooks <laughs> textbooks okay and like told them that you know i like to run i gave them like an equal list of hobbies that like you like and i like mm-hmm. and just kind of combine this stuff nothing we got generic nothing. clip art oh we look and great I l- we do look great and i love the generic things it's just we've never done a podcast episode about shoes about a dslr about the casino about records or about textbooks hold on okay i disagree we've oh, done usually an episode, trouble remembering we've some done of an episode about every single one of these things please tell me like Except what for the what shoes. are some of what are some of the <laughs> what are some of the pa- oh give me a minute and i'll try to think of some for the shoes okay. what are some of the past episodes that we've done that represent these things marcus you because what me, is this show even nick every week we get together <laughs> and one of us challenge the other person to something to do something to read something to experience a form of media that they love that the other person has never tried before and so in one example you gave me amanda palmer to listen to and that is the records yeah right i have her records yeah you had me listen to critical role on the first episode they used that's d6s true. at some point we also just Dungeons did the Dragons. new critical role show recently yeah 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 dslr that's what we're both using right now to film ourselves through the podcast that's an every episode thing that's right that's right okay books you had me read twilight and it almost killed the podcast (laughs) 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 and shoes at some point i'll have you run a 5k race and train for it and then that'll be a challenge guys welcome to the show every week we challenge each other to some of these things like marcus has just said but today today is the beginning of july and that means it's a special time that means we forego our friendship we forego this insular thing that two of us share because we want to include all of you that's right at patreon.com slash now try this cast we open up the challenge to you all so everyone who donates five dollars a month gets to give us a suggestion on what the challenge should be and then everybody even the dollar tier members get to join in on voting on what wins that month this month was really tight a lot of people voted for their say their own thing that's true (laughs) yeah but squeaking by this month our fan challenge is the dropout the original hulu series about elizabeth holmes thank you to 
Alexandria for donating, being a patron, and suggesting to us this shitty, shitty show. Wow. that I feel like normally when you say a show is shitty, Nick, in the beginning, that's usually a veil for you to, at the end, reveal that you but genuinely what if it's a double love bluff? the show. What if this is a double bluff? Because I knew you would think that, and I knew you would say that, and I really did hate this show. I we'll never, hope so, and only, I do want to know. What, what you there's only one way show. to find out, and that's by listening to the show in its entirety. <laughs> Hell yeah. Also, for those interested in the Patreon, usually... We'll request challenges around the 15th of every month and then put up a poll a few days after afterwards. We leave it open for like a weekish, and then uh, that's how we get here. That's right, guys. And we are trying to get to 30 patrons right now to send you guys some stickers. And then we obviously have more plans. Once we get more people in there, we just need your help to finance those plans. 100%. <laughs> Uh, but if you can't give us money, you can use your Twitch Prime to subscribe to us on twitch.tv slash nowtrythiscast, where we record live every week, Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, except for next week, where I will be away. So we won't have a live episode, but we do have a regular scheduled release schedule coming. So you should still have episodes on Spotify and iTunes, but I will be going to Mexico next week. So no show. Okay, nice. Have you been to Mexico before? No, I've never been out of the country before. This is my first That's time. That's crazy. You've been to Canada. Does that count? I've never been to Canada. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've never been out of the country. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's wild. I oh. flew over the ocean to get to Hawaii last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but that's still the U.S. Yeah, that's true. Though, by what everything uh, Lexi is telling me about getting into Mexico, it sounds like Hawaii was harder to get into than Mexico is going to be. Really? <laughs> well i just we had to like fill out a questionnaire and a pre-screening and i was like do we have to do that for mexico she's like no yeah like, i'm going oh, okay. to canada in a few weeks a few months um Ooh. so i have to we have to do some research and figure out what are the requirements like survey I feel like it's, something i feel like it used to be easier and now it's harder with everything going on but guys yeah. if you don't have the money to join on patreon if you don't aren't able to use your twitch prime on twitch.tv slash then just go ahead and leave us five star review on itunes and spotify we greatly appreciate it nick why are we here today today we are here to discuss dissect pull apart hulu's original series the drop up before we get to that marcus have you been trying anything new lately i've been trying not to go insane recently it's been a great thing i've been trying to focus more on my mental health been trying to focus more on being happy and doing things for me cool you know what helps with those what those like apps those like mental fortitude apps that help you like remember things and work on memory well too bad because i what i did new today was i did a commercial for one of those apps oh i thought you were gonna say we got a sponsor i was like oh my god no i wish oh maybe if my if my commercial gold goes well i'll ask them to sponsor the podcast hear me out i'm listening don't just include that just be like, we have this many fans. We have this many downloads. We're a weekly podcast that like regularly airs and say as part of the package deal, I will. Yes, you can hire me, but I am also offering you the opportunity for a sponsorship. I think you should do that more often. The next time that comes up, I can. But the problem is you don't speak to the people directly. I was hired through an ad agency who makes my thing and then gives it to the company okay and even the ad better. agency doesn't give them why is that tell the better? ad agency 
you got a space and you need ads. You know what's funny? If we had the kind of following that other podcasters do, I probably could. I probably could leverage that. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we had a following, they'd probably make you do it. Be like, oh, you're famous? Oh, okay. Well, here. make sure to ha- let them know about yeah. uh, this Hashtag ad that we're doing. Hashtag and do an ad. And God, you know what's so uh, funny? I love I love the level of TikTok famous. That's kind of like a hilariously weird middle ground because I feel like they're famous, but they're not like really famous. And a lot of times they can't transfer that fame over to YouTube or anywhere else, really. And YouTube... Yeah. I mean, and TikTok doesn't really have a high payout rate. And so you end up with like a lot of people who are famous for like in this one thing. And but can't. Yeah. And then they have to do ads because, you know, people want to monetize this. But for, for, for a reason, it feels like TikTok is a little more adverse to it right now. So it feels like people also aren't. But it's funny when people it. do ads because they're always just like the laziest shit <laughs> ever. Because I feel like at least with YouTube, you know, people have like a lot more production that goes into videos and stuff like that. So they'll put a lot more effort into the ads sometimes, not all the time. But on TikTok, it's just like zero effort. It's like, wow, have you tried Hinge.com? I love dating and oh boy, I, I love this app for it. Well, next time I get a commercial. But Marcus, that means in the last three months, I've done four small commercials. I am doing it. I'm doing the thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Hell that's pretty yeah. cool. Guys, I we will share on our socials when those things go live. Don't worry. We're, we will be ecstatic about them. I, if you want an app to help your mind or a cleaning service, don't worry. You'll see my face selling it to you. I want you to get so many commercials that you end up having sort of like a Nicholas Cinematic Universe of just full of ads that is like, oh, this Nicholas does this. And, you know, we can have our own little it's like everything, everything everywhere, everywhere all yeah. yeah yeah that's the dream but marcus instead of that dream we're gonna follow someone else's dream to be a billionaire before they're 20 what a dream three did you know what a billionaire was? i guess she was 19 her her young dream was to invent something that's what well, she said also to her in like the early the 2000s so it's like how many billionaires were there really like, at the time I was, I was 10 or 15 at the time so it's like i didn't know what a billionaire yeah. was really, you know? I think most people don't know what a billionaire is. I feel like... I feel uh, like now they do, because Elon Musk and Jeff Yeah, Bezos. yeah, that's true. But I feel like you and I, growing up super poor, it's like, we want to have oh, maybe. food in our fridge. <laughs> so like, let's get right into it. This show goals. is about Elizabeth Holmes. Marcus, did you... I had seen the Elizabeth Holmes documentary on HBO three years ago. This is before oh, you the trial it? happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, just on okay. my own. I'm I just thought it was interesting, so I knew I knew vaguely about it. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, this goes into way greater detail because they got to fill eight episodes. We watched four. Ep- Did you watch four? Well, I wouldn't say that it goes into greater detail. I feel like considering it makes up a lot of stuff, it's hard. Do you to- think it makes it? It's making it up. I mean, obviously. It's a fictional show. I mean, it's not a fictional show, but it's a biopic. They always make stuff up. Well, the dialogue is. I feel sure. like they hit. I they feel hit like the major story to, beats. I think it's safe to assume that the beats are true. Like sure. this guy did they work there. There, this and so deal many, did happen. Yeah, but so many, so many of the moments are private one-on-ones with Elizabeth Holmes and someone else. That it's like you're in order, even That's in the world That's where true. you're getting the story. You weren't there, so you don't see, right? You're getting 
the story from someone else who might have seen something or you're filling right. in the blanks as a writer. Well, that's true. That's true. So I always but, take this stuff with a grain of salt. But as we said the other day when we did Winning Time, I think this is all fact, and that's how I go <laughs> for the rest of my life. So uh, really, your point is completely invalid to me. Well, I was going to say. I'm a little stubborn. We, we'll keep talking about the show this way because I like, you know, I like talking about it as things come up. But how much you did you know ahead. about oh, yeah, Elizabeth yeah. Holmes before this, before you had I glasses? knew the whole Theranos thing. I knew that she scammed people, and I knew that. I remember watching, I don't know if it was a, it wasn't a documentary, but it was like a news report on Elizabeth Like a 60 Holmes. Minutes or something? Yeah, 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 on Elizabeth Holmes. And they were talking about how she wouldn't let anyone come in to test anything. And that was the funniest thing to me, that at no point someone was like, hey, man, this is weird, right? Like, we can't test anything. We can't validate any of these results. And we're going to continue to pour millions of dollars into this. It was so it's funny. wild. And I obviously knew all that stuff, too. I think the um, the dramatization of the show for those moments, because I think the show does a good job at trying to explain that some people involved were like trying their best and got out once they smelled things in the water or yeah. tried to get in and try to check stuff out. but. It does. It's like I think my biggest problem with the show is it. I feel like, and we didn't finish it. We only watched about half of it. Yeah. Is it, it feels like it's trying to like justify what it's it's doing the thing where it's trying to tell us why people are the way they are and how they got yes. to the situation. 100%. But it feels like it wants me to be on Elizabeth and Sonny's side, and yeah. I'm like, no, you're yeah. awful, awful people. Like I you, think like. They keep showing all these 100%. moments of the fact that Elizabeth Holmes is psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. She, like what, what's the uh, real term for someone who can't feel human feelings? Sociopath? Um, she's a so I think the show, I think she might be or a sociopath. psychopath. I don't Those mean that. Similar. I think she, she might be a psychopath, but I'm like, I would bet money that she's a sociopath. But mm-hmm. and I don't mean it in like a crass way. I just think she she I think she seems to be one of those people. But the show doesn't seem to want to grapple with that. It does the thing where it's like a rom com or it's like a, one of those kind of shows where it's like, oh, isn't it funny how she's like a little quirky and like yeah. she doesn't she's like, oh, she's like nervous at her party. And I'm like, yes. no, she doesn't understand how to be there because she doesn't have those things. Yeah, 100 percent. And I, I wish the show grappled with that. Yeah. No, I agree 100%. So I will say the difference between a psychopath, I pulled it up, and a sociopath. I do think she's more of a psychopath based on this definition. Oh, maybe. So psychopaths tend to be more manipulative, can be seen by others as charming, lead a semblance of a normal life, and minimize risk in criminal activities. Sociopaths tend to be more erratic, rage-prone, and unable to lead as much of a normal life. You're right. She's psychopath. Yes. Yeah, I do yes. think she's a psychopath, which That's is fine. What I, meant, I mean, like, like it has a oh, negative again, yeah. connotation, but it is a legitimate like mental personality disorder, and yeah. it's okay. There's plenty of people out there who are like psychopaths and, and sociopaths, completely normal lives, and they live as normal of life as they can, and they don't go around murdering people or yeah. ruining people's or, lives by starting billionaires billionaire scams. I guess. 
Yeah. But you touched on a lot of things that I want to talk about, like too many Please. things. So Sorry. I feel like, no, not in a bad way, but I do want to talk about a few things. Oh, well, things. then you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. As a great podcast, great podcast <laughs> co-host, give me so much to talk about. So I was going to say that I feel like one thing I didn't like about the show was also sort of like in the same vein that you're talking about, where the the it being a biopic kind of thing means that they're adding a lot to the narrative. And so they're just like really kind mm. of trying to construct a story and a through line oh, that might not ABC have necessarily climax. been there. Exactly. Down. That might not, you know, life doesn't always have that. Yeah, I sure. I I believe life has big moments and sometimes like this can affect this and maybe even subconsciously. But I think that w- with a movie or a TV show, you have to like, really tell a, a cohesive narrative and sometimes that ends up being that you're drawing conclusions and drawing lines between certain events happening yeah the my question though is you you touched on the same thing when we watched winning time another patreon episode check that out for last yeah month. but you described that more as uh it made you a little worried about the facts you didn't make it because i think adam mckay in that maybe he did it better maybe he it was did it fun more fun fun that's, that's my that's, thing that's, that's the, the difference that the difference between these two things is that winning time is not like a serious thing it's a silly it's sports mm. it's fun so it, like when i think about how oh, that, I would, that's fake like in life and death this exactly, was exactly 100 percent, yeah so yeah. like one of those you have this like narrative that's being constructed and it's real life people but it's like no one died like no one was murdered by someone else like it's fine it's okay a it's caricature fun. of magic johnson is fun a caricature 100%. of elizabeth holmes she's a criminal exactly so so the when you people. have that happening with winning time it's fine because like you're you're it's more humanizing than it yep. is like putting these people on a pedestal but in true crime kind of stuff which i would say this is in the genre of oh sure you are putting people on a pedestal and making them into like gods and elevating their being in a way that i feel like can be sort of like destructive you're giving them a lot more credit for the things that they've done. You're making them out to be monsters and geniuses when really they're just people and regular people can also do a lot of harm. And it's funny that you just mentioned that true crime thing because this is a genre right now. We just got a whole bunch of shows that are that are this. There's this. There's We Crashed. There is Inventing Anna. Yeah. And all these came out at the exact same time and they're all like con artists. And then like uh, documentaries like the Tinder Swindler, Love Fraud. Like this is like hot right now. This is like the thing. Scam TV. Yeah. True crime has been around for a long time. Oh, yeah. Especially in the podcast world. But then I feel like the mainstream has to get a hold of it. And then they get their turn in sort of making these things. So I feel like you're seeing, I mean, there's always, you know, documentaries on true crime have been around for a long time and more and more of those get made. But like, I don't really think we see that many biiopics of true crime from time to time. Big stuff. Yeah. But But now we get the medium stuff. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Alexi in the chat just said she's literally watched all of them. (laughs) Fraudsters are fascinating. It is fascinating to think about what you can get away because I think. It's so funny because these people sometimes, but most of the time, I don't see these things and think they're smarter than me. They're better than me. Yeah. They're like, I never think those like I didn't think that about Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah, yeah. She didn't do anything that I thought I couldn't do, except that one thing like have, have a rich family. Oh, Ben. No. Morality. <laughs> 
Oh, she also was able to give millions of dollars for my family. That's also true. I also can't do that. My family doesn't have millions of dollars. Hey, 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 mom. Hey, dad. Hey, mom. Uh, I'm gonna, tr- I'm gonna drop, <laughs> I'm gonna drop out, and I want a million dollars. You're gonna give me twenty million dollars. So you mentioned that. Oh man, we're jumping around a lot, and I hope that's okay. I hope this I, is I good content. You mentioned that. Fuck. Oh, you watched like a documentary about yeah this I think at it was some called, point. But yeah, I I spent okay. a lot of like today at work watching interviews that she did the inventor oh i never i haven't i haven't seen oh that. man I i'll drop knowledge as we talk about stuff throughout the Please episode do. but because I, I watched the documentary years ago yeah i do want to talk about the deep voice thing for a second in cool. interviews you can see her voice getting deeper and deeper and it's really funny like she, she's always kind of talk like this a little bit and did this weird thing with her mouth but then she like makes it deeper and deeper as time goes on. And the deepest I saw in interviews was when she did an interview with Bill Clinton. Her voice was crazy deep all of a sudden. She was like, yeah, I'm not the little Theranos. <laughs> and it's funny because the show, like you said, the show is trying to construct a narrative with a three act structure kind of thing because mm-hmm. it gave us the moment. It tried to give us the moment that the creators of the show imagined that started. So she had to talk to one of her employees for the first time sternly and get him to do what he wanted to do. And she like yelled and deepened her voice when she did yeah. it. And she yeah. saw that that did something. So then she went back home and like practiced it and then started trying to do it. And then someone asked her if she like had a cold at first, but then eventually she just kept doing yeah. it. But like the show tried to like give us that moment. Uh-huh. And I think my biggest problem with what you were talking about of this invented structure and catharsis this fucking show's trying mm-hmm. to make is those moments because it doesn't feel as genuine. And I don't know if it doesn't feel as genuine because it's not real. I don't know if it doesn't feel as genuine because of the way they yeah. wrote it. But it, it, but, but I have watched things where those moments have happened, and I go like, "Well, just winning time." There was like something stupid, like the 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 way they made the L.A. Laker girls, right? Mm-hmm. Like the way that happened it was such a contrived, silly. Yes, the daughter yeah, will try yeah. to please the father, but it was satisfying. There, mm-hmm. it made me go like, "Oh, that's how it happened." Yeah, this show was just like that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, a hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like the. It's weird to think about that in like you have the the structure there, right? Because you have the real life events that happened that you can yeah. easily base this off of. But then but there, some of them you don't know. There is an element of like, OK, what are the creative liberties that we're going to take as writers? And also how qualified are those writers to f- take those creative liberties and make them yeah. interesting? It's a shame because I feel like if they made this show in 10 years We'll get an Elizabeth Holmes tell-all book. Yeah, and we can like, and she can tell us when she may, or she maybe never, maybe she never will. We yeah. never really know. Yeah. But like, oh, but like, remember when we watched the OJ show? Yes, you yes, know, yes, yes. I would say that is very similar to this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Bigger case, bigger uh, a national thing, and it was an actual murder. But because at this point we know everything more or yeah. less yeah, yeah that show felt really nuanced and really like dynamic in all yeah. it's like little undercut underpinnings that it was trying to show yeah but this one still feels fresh and new and like it's it's we're, it's still i mean elizabeth still going holmes on. just got convicted like a month or two ago yeah, sunny got convicted today <laughs> the day we are recording this sunny got convicted for fraud yeah 
Yeah. Because of this Which podcast. They really, they heard we were we going to do an episode. We wide open. They heard we were going to do an episode. And they were like, wow, we need to expedite this trial. Uh, we've been bashing a lot. So I do want to say something positive because I think, I don't think this show bashing was my favorite. Is strong. We're not bashing. We haven't said one positive thing. This is my point. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay let's look okay, okay we'll, we'll come up with positive things okay i'm trying go ahead go ahead i'm going to we're not being that harsh i oh we could be harsher we could be way harsher i am saying though lexi did tell me that as she was watching this show as she was watching i was like is that show good and she's like no not really as she was watching it and it was the ending the culmination of yeah. everything that made it worth it for her and we haven't seen that sure so who knows which but i the, say go ahead. is means the show's not good i'll agree and that's a, that might be a hot take for people listening but i think that if the show is bad until the season no, no, finale no. nerds then need the show is not get on good. your soapbox <laughs> this is not good get on your soapbox yell at the nerds because they're always honest about this shit Look marcus yell at people if you are trying to recommend a show and you're like oh, you got to watch six seasons and then it gets good then it's not a good show then it's just you not gotta a read good 15 show. books and six spinoffs and then you get invested with the characters <laughs> then it's not a good show and i feel the same way no. about like shows like that where it's like the whole show is bad or you're not really enjoying it and the season finale is really good then that means the season finale was good yeah. not good it doesn't make the whole thing retroactively good yeah something like severance the whole ride was good yeah and then the way it finished made it one of the best pieces of television mm -hmm. ever you yeah. know like exactly. that was something special that's exactly yeah, like she just right. said in the chat she's at the last three episodes I, <laughs> there's five episodes before <laughs> that <laughs> makes it yeah. almost worth the watch thanks for the suggestion yeah. this month patron thank you so much <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you thank you but we just bashed it again but okay. the thing a positive i was gonna say was i will say i absolutely loved the performance from amanda seyfried and naveen andrews as yes. elizabeth and sunny uh -huh. they are superb they are crushing it i feel like any things that i have wrong structurally about the show is the writing sure. anything that i didn't like pacing about the show mm -hmm. is directing yeah the things that they had to do in the show i i was gripped i i, I didn't not enjoy watching the show i enjoyed watching it and the reason I did was because Amanda Seyfried made me invested in her. Yeah. Like she's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I feel almost rude saying it. Maybe it's improper, but I think Elizabeth's a bit crazy and Amanda is playing that super fucking well. Yes, I, I agree. I think Amanda really captures Elizabeth Holmes like psychopathy, you know? Yeah. And it's uh, it's very impressive because you watch her and you're like, Holy, she has a lot of the same mannerisms, and you can tell that she did a lot of work to really capture the essence of Elizabeth Holmes. After watching yeah. a bunch of interviews of Elizabeth Holmes and the way she spoke and what she did, it was like, wow, like Amanda's doing a great job. Yeah, it's funny because she's one of those actresses that's just been in Hollywood for a decade and a half now it just she's just been in so many things yeah. since mean girls and she was like up and coming for a second with like jennifer's body and little red riding hood and oh then she yeah kind of fell off because she was in some shitties movies like jennifer's body and little red riding hood <laughs> and then she kind of came back in the musical circuit with mama mia and les mis and she's always been there yeah. but she's never had the chance she's tried to do a couple things that i think have been a little more prestige and things yeah i think she i think people thought and she thought she was a great actress but i've never seen her anything besides just like her being charming and silly in mama mia like i mm -hmm. like her in mama mia like yeah but i've never seen her act 
And she's a great actress. She did really, really she is great. Good. I think she you really know? killed it in this show. And Naveen yeah. Andrews, too, right? Like, I, I thought he was incredible. He is amazing. He, have you seen Lost? Oh, uh, yeah. The first season. What, okay. uh, fucking 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember it. I think I I, I was like, oh, it's my boy from Lost. Yes. I got hyped. I He looks so different. I mean, a lot of time has passed since that well, I think he's wearing a fat suit. I think so, too. Because yeah. he was very hot in Lost, and I think he's still hot. I think he's wearing a fat suit and yeah, like yeah. messed up his hair to look yeah, more yeah. kind of like balding, shlubby. But also, yeah, time I has lo- passed. Lost yeah, was time a long time passed. ago. Lost was a long time ago. We should do Lost in the show. I'll do but it. I'll do it. I'll, do it. I'll, do it. I'll fucking do Lost, fucking guys. Lost if you want us to do a Lost spinoff sh- sh- podcast, just like every other podcast has done a Lost. No, spin-off I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Let us know. I'll do one if episode. People- I'll do one episode on Lost. Guys, pick your favorite Lost episode, and we'll do that episode on the podcast. No, I didn't mean one episode of Lost. I meant one episode. No, no, Marcus. Everyone heard you. Everyone Lost. heard you. Everyone heard you loud and clear. They're okay, gonna pick do, their we'll favorite do one Lost episode. episode. Of Lost. <laughs> it's the, the one with the polar Season bears. four, episode two. <laughs> but anyway, and not just them. I think everyone in the show. They're just like the big names of the show, but everyone does good. Like UTK and Stephen mm-hmm. Fry. Oh my god, Stephen Fry! All great. these, other, all these other white guys that I don't ever remember their fucking William H Macy and like all these people. Oh, they're oh all my god. crushing William it. William H Macy. They're all great, crushing yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Like I think some standouts are like her 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 biology professor, the woman at the beginning of the mm-hmm. yeah. The, oh my god, uh, Lori Lori Metcalf, Metcalf, right? Yep. She she was only in like a scene, but she like stole that scene. Great monologue. Mm-hmm. Love Stephen Fry. I watched past episode four into season. I watched episode five. Okay. Because I was like, is this gonna get better? And then yeah, I was yeah. like, nah, it doesn't get that much better. I guess I won't finish it. Because yeah, I was like, yeah, if it got enough. really good, I maybe I would have finished yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But apparently, I was just one episode off. Because apparently, the last three are the ones. Insane, but Stephen Fry, like he has a big payoff by that point, and he's just amazing. And like, so are all these side characters and all these little things they're doing. It's so good, one hundred percent. I mean, the guy, one of the guys who plays, I forgot his name. The the science, the lead scientist who's in charge of building the 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 one they brought on. Oh, no, no, the, no. He's, uh, he's, yes, he's yes, got yes. a family. He's, he's balding. Yes, yes. He's great, too. I really liked him. He sold like this really convincing family man who was like, I thought he was he did an incredible job. He was also in Barry in the most recent season of Barry. And he's a great actor, too, who I'm only seeing he's, now in these two things. I don't know if he's done anything else, but like I've seen him before. I want to see him before in, more in other things. I'm trying to find his name right now because he I forgot about him because he was at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. His name is James Hiroyuki Lau. Okay. He is. I agree. He was so good because he just paid. He played this. You know, what's so hard to do playing those insular characters. He looked like uh-huh. he had so much going on anxiety and yes. grief and yeah. path, pathos about everything. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. all happening inside. And mm-hmm. you saw all of it on his face. He was so 100%. good. That was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. So it was heartbreaking for his story, to see him. he sacrificed everything for this thing. He sacrificed his family, his time, everything. And eventually, just because he was the voice of reason he got canned a hundred percent yeah and again and again and again that's a recurring I mean, theme was, on this show he was so good i feel like that's a hard thing to do when you're acting i feel like it's a, it's so impressive to be like not be the main character not be the main focus but really sell your character sell that they have an entire life especially when the writing is not there to support it you know yeah. 
I was, I was impressed with every all the side characters. Agreed. He was in, yeah, he was in Barry at the Trap Out. Nick, you touched on another thing earlier, unless you want to keep going. I don't remember. No, go ahead. I was okay. just looking at his IMDb. Go ahead. You, you touched on another thing earlier where you mentioned us, them wanting us to feel sympathetic for Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah. Which I feel like I agree with so much so that I was like, this is an inspiring story so far. Like I was watching this the whole time, oh, like ready yeah. to take notes on like what you should do when you yeah. start a business. Because at least as like there, there are certain things, but for the most part, for a lot of what we watched, she was only taking advantage of like rich white billionaire dudes. So I was like, yeah. honestly, icon. She is an icon. <laughs> Like, I want to follow in her footsteps. I'm going to start so my own because, company called Theranos, yeah. and it's going to do the same <laughs> shit. Theranos. Theranos. There you go. <laughs> uh, the Puerto Rican version of Theranos. But dude, you, you just hit on something that was so interesting because I think what she did was wrong. Yes. And we see the slippery slope starting. Sure. She, it starts right away. Uh-huh. But but at first it's not too bad, and then it's a little bad, and then it's a little gross, and then it's a lot of gross, and then it gets way worse. And yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. we get the impression it's going to get way worse before we're For done, sure. right? But but Marcus, at the beginning, as she's stretching the shrews, if she was right, if the scientists had done it, oh, she it just would have been Steve Jobs, a hundred percent. The conversation and Steve Jobs is Steve Jobs because he did all this, and what's his face? Was able to make a computer. Uh huh. A hundred percent. What's his name? Zukakis. What's his name? Z- uh, Z- the the other guy who made Apple. There's Steve Jobs, and then oh my god, the smart I, guy. I like him. What is his name? Is Zuk? Is uh uh Seth Rogen played him. Seth Rogen. Steve. Steve was Jobs. Steve Wozniak. Wozniak, right? Yeah. Like it. Like. Elizabeth Holmes thought she had a Wozniak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she didn't. Not that anyone did anything wrong. They were like, technology didn't exist, and she asked them to make it, and they couldn't. Yeah. Steve Jobs got lucky. Wozniak was able to do it. Oh, no, he kicked ass. Wozniak's the best, man. Right, but like, if he just didn't have Wozniak, the Uh conversation about Steve Jobs would be this conversation. 100%. If she worshipped Steve Wozniak, this, this, this whole thing would have been a lot better. Would have handled a lot more carefully. But instead, she was an Apple head. Okay. She ignored like all that, all the warning signs, all the bad parts of Apple. God, that was so cringy, man. Like, I don't know if it was intentional. That was a one moment where I was like, I was talking to Darren about this. And I was like, which which one? I wanted to show Nick this moment. I don't think it exists like on YouTube alone. But it's like where she's oh. standing in front of the Apple store and everyone's like really excited. And someone's like, I got the first one. And it's like and she was cheering and everyone's so happy. And I was like, is this just an ad for Apple? Like, what the fuck is this? Like, I understand I that you're trying to show that she really worships Steve Jobs and that she's like excited about the iPhone. But like they spent way too long on that. Well, Marcus, I it feels it feels like. Do you think you can get into the head of these moguls and try to run your own business? Hundred percent, Nick. Business? I can destroy billionaires all day long. Well, let's find out. Roll the clip. We're playing a game. Now try this trivia. Now try this trivia. Now trivia. Now trivia. Now trivia. This. 
Nice. We're back. We're here. We're waiting Guys, for the game. Guys, we are here to play a game, and Lexi will remind me of the title of that game in the chat right now, because I don't recall what she said it was. Oh, Marcus, today's game is called Fraught or Fraud or for- <laughs> Forthright. Holy shit. Okay. Wow. There's steps. Okay. okay. Killing it. The task. Our task is to defraud our panelists of inventors into funding our latest venture. Step one, take 10 seconds to grab an item close to you. Okay, 10, 9, 8, 7. Okay. Six, why aren't you grabbing something? Four, I did. Three. It was, that was very easy. Two. One. You grab something. Wow, you're really bad at grabbing stuff, Nick. 50. I just have too much stuff. That's... Like, what am I grabbing? Like, am I grabbing grab, something cool or bad? or? You don't know yet. Or? Just grab something. Grab, uh, what's that book? Yeah, baseball. Oh, nice. No, baseball. You got a baseball. You got a baseball. It's too late now. All right. Step two. Use the item to generate an idea for a new venture. Um. Okay. Got I it. got mine. Great. I got mine. Step three. Pitch your idea to your panelists of inventors, i.e. your listeners. Your pitch must include... Holy shit. It must include holy shit, Lexi. It must include a personal anecdote, an exploitation as to why the idea is special, what makes it innovative, how it will be competitive in the market, and the potential target market. Our pitch must also include the following words or phrases you plus we <laughs> plus imagine a world <laughs> plus disrupt the market plus cutting edge <laughs> plus guarantee. And we will conclude with a call of action, and then people, I guess, will vote to decide which okay. one of us. Well, since Lexi's in the chat, Lexi will probably decide the winner. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I was going to say Lexi's the only one. But let's so go. Lexi's the only one today. Okay. Uh, would you like to go first? Uh, Sure. Yeah, let's go with me. Yes, and Nick. You got to gotta yes and each other on this podcast. We got to get better about that. Okay. And I am going to well, yes fact, and you. The fact that so I yes just and. forced you to go first is the first reason why I'm more like Elizabeth Holmes than you. So go ahead. Fair enough. You didn't force me. <laughs> I chose. Oh, yeah. I could have said no. I could have right. said no. You totally could have. Yes and. Okay. Nick, I have possibly one of the greatest inventions in the world. It is cutting edge technology. At your fingertips. Okay? I want you to close your eyes and imagine a world where we, as men, finally have something just for us. Can I open my eyes now? No. (laughs) (laughs) Have you imagined the world where we have something as men just for us? Uh Uh-huh. Good. Now you can open your eyes. (laughs) Okay. I can. Hold on. I'm almost done using all the words. Men, right? We don't have enough. We don't have anything. We have only what we make for ourselves. It's hard out here for men. And Nick, that's why I come to you with this. This is the cock watch. (laughs) It's a watch for your cock. Now, Nick, we here at Cock Watch really like to make guarantees. And so I want to guarantee you one thing, Nick. Once you put mm-hmm. this on your cock, you just can't stop. Just got sued. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, now you may be asking yourself, what does the cock watch do? Nick, the cock watch does all the same things that this watch here does. This is a Vivo Active running watch. Keeps track of your pace, your heart rate, your blood flow, and it has the ability to compress 
if need be, to really squeeze and hug the cock. So you can keep track of your sleeping patterns. You can keep track of your heart rate. You can keep track of your e erection status. And even, this is very important, blood flow. Because you want to make sure blood is flowing well down there. It also helps prevent erectile dysfunction, Nick. <laughs> so I want you to tell everyone about the cock watch. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was great. That was great. All right. You ready for mine? Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Marcus, where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the Bronx. And what was it like growing up in the Bronx? It was terrible. Crime, mm. drugs, poverty. But you had a brother. Mm-hmm. You had a mother. Uh-huh. But you didn't have a dad. Did you? <laughs> I mean, part of the Introducing... problem is that I did have one. <laughs> Introduce. For the important part of your life, you did not have a dad. Sure, 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 sure. Well, now, so you grew up without a dad. So, so you, you messed me up. So you grew up without a dad. Well, now you don't have to. A famously Introducing, in pitches, they're like, you messed me up. Now you don't have to with male a dad. Whoa. Now I am curious. What is that? Once a week, once a week, as you're living your life. We will send you a care package, a care package filled with items that your father would, if he was around, give to you. Maybe an old baseball with sentimental value, <laughs> the smell of chewing tobacco laced on the bottom of a box, maybe even an old wartime story from when he fought in the war. Marcus, here's the thing. You and I, we know what it's like to grow up with our, without a father. But most of America does. 47% of America grows up without a dad. Wow. And out of that last 53%, 22% says they wish they did because their father wasn't good enough. And you might be wondering, international status? 58% of the world <laughs> grows up without a father. And you might be thinking to yourself, mm -hmm. this seems pretty niche. Mm -hmm. No, this isn't niche. Because when I was growing up, all I wanted was a dad. I remember no one there to see me at a Little League game. Last week's box included a blow-up doll to watch <laughs> as I was playing. I remember growing up and having someone not teach me how to shave. In uh, last month's box, we sent a starting shaving kit with a, with, a, with a picture book instructional guide of how to get it done. Now, imagine a world where no one has to feel without a fatherly figure. You might be thinking to yourself, how are you involved? Well, here's where our product is cutting edge. We find your anecdotes, we take your ideas, and that's what influences our weekly box. Included with your weekly box is a questionnaire asking you about all the things you missed out on. And with everyone involved, we have all these wonderful personalized moments. And once a year, one of your boxes will be tailor-made to you. A hyper-personal, wow. cutting-edge guarantee that will disrupt the market. <laughs> uh, what makes it innovative? Will it now, you might be thinking, oh my goodness, there's so many, <laughs> there's so many, there's so many subscription boxes. So how do we go against that competition? Here's how. Uh, mail a dad is so different than those other subscription services uh -huh. because it's the low, low price of $1. Nick, I... And you might be thinking, how do you make money if it's only a dollar? Uh-huh. 
information. Wow. As all these people are sending us their info of what they're you missing out it? with, we sell that info to movie theaters, books, so, uh, grocery <laughs> stores, department stores. <laughs> And that way, everyone can feel fulfilled in their life. It's our <laughs> it's our mission, not uh-huh. just to have our subscribers be fulfilled, but have the world be better. To wow. fill that void that absentee fathers have left in yeah. every single little boy and little girl that they have left behind. So if you join me in my product, Mail-A-Dad, uh-huh. then you will be filling the holes of all those <laughs> no no nick did you just end your fucking speech with you in conclusion in, con- in conclusion i need your help and a billion dollars so wow. we can help save the children of the world honestly great pitch i am i am very impressed honestly my my the cogs are turning in my brain i'm like how do we sell this for real because that was great that's fantastic uh, old man ram in the chat just shared of course the famous youtube channel that helps you do all the things dad how do i mm-hmm. where he will tell you how to tie how to tie a tie uh-huh. how to shave yeah working with a motor and pestle he will be the first stuff. person that oh, he's we our work with a hundred percent He's, he's our first he's our, person. He's gonna do ad spots for us. We've got him yeah. on board already. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, hold on. What did uh, old man Ram just put in the chat? An essay. He put an essay in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> they say you can find just about anything on YouTube. Maybe even the dad you never had, or at least the fatherly advice and affirmation. Old man Ram, I'm hiring him. He's he's on the old man Ram. Oh, the guy. Hey kids, that's how internet how to yeah, yeah. guru often. Oh, it's just quotes from the article. Oh, oh. Well, come on, old man. No, Rob. old man Rob. Then you are not channeling your Elizabeth Holmes because you would have stole those and said they were yours. <laughs> oh God. But yeah, that's my okay. pitch. All right, Lexi, and I guess old man Rob, since you're here too, put it put a, a votes in the chat. Who win their pitch? Do you want I vote cock, Nick Cockwatch? Do you want Cockwatch <laughs> or do you want Mail a Dad? What? Lexi picked. Oh wow! All right, it's all on you. It's all on you, old man Rob. I'm abstaining. Old man Rob, you are deciding. Oh, old man Rob, you got deleted because you probably (laughs) said cockwatch, and that probably means you win. (laughs) I will say, old man Rob, I'm sorry. We have new auto modding things featured, so I don't know what you meant to write. I hope you weren't banned. I timed out for one second, so hopefully he's okay and he's back and he can listen. Just say Nick or Marcus to say who won if Uh you can get back. Sorry about In that. In the meantime, we'll, uh, Lexi, we'll so change much the, the settings game. so we can say cockwatch. Oh, male dad was so good. All right. You I'm went. sorry. I didn't. Hey, man, honestly, I'm shocked because personally, I was inspired. <laughs> I'm like, yes, uh, what, uh, mail me a dad. I, oh, uh, here's my one change, my one like critique of your th- product. Yep. And I hope you take it from a winner. That. <laughs> <laughs> You don't even have an anecdote. Here's here's my one critique. You I forgot think, to include an anecdote. I think you sell a blow up doll just to do all the events with. Oh. And then in oh, and then you you get accessories. Audio. You get accessories and you get audio clips. Audio. So you can put the <laughs> audio clip in the blow up doll and they will play like here's how you shave. Here's Good how luck, you do this. Champ. Yeah. Here, let me take a picture of you before you go Sport. to prom. Yes. They all say sport and champ. Yeah, sport and champ. <laughs> I've never been called sport and champ. I want to know what it's like. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's my one well, critique, Nick. 
You have won, Marcus. You are forthright, and I am a fraud. You won. Old Man Rom and Lexi, we are fighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why was Lexi okay. allowed to type cockwatch, but Old Man Rom wasn't? Maybe he put a space. Uh, maybe. Interesting. <laughs> Marcus, back to the show. Back to the show. Back to the show. Okay. Elizabeth Holmes. Oh, man. I am so off track. Now I'm just thinking about cockwatch. <sighs> us men need the product. Us, us men. That was what did it for me. That was like, wow. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we both, though. What does it say that we both wanted, uh, like, that were very male specific? For products? <laughs> hey, that's what we know, right? Who, who know are we to design products for women? We're not women. We don't know anything. It was a baseball. You know why I thought of that? It's because this baseball is from the Boys and Girls Club Centennial in 2006. Oh, so you think about, about all the people that don't have fathers. Yeah, that's what the Boys and Girls Club did for me. It filled that void a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Fair enough. Fair enough. Did you feel, because before we got into the game, we were kind of talking about how like uh, I was inspired to steal from old white men um, and mm-hmm. their billions of dollars. How did you feel about Elizabeth Holmes throughout the show did you hate her did you like her indifferent i don't know because i i i I was grappling with that this whole time because i know that she's a fraudster and a jackass and a little psychotic and a bad person like i know those things but do i know those things because the media has told me i'm supposed to believe those things and the documentary did i totally did yeah Yeah. but like it, it, it was trying to humanize her in such a way where it just it seemed like she pushed a ball on top of a hill and thought she could control it rolling down the hill, and she couldn't. Mm-hmm. She could have got out. That's where sure. she did. She got wrong every yeah. at every point. Yeah, she could have yeah, just said, "Well, out. failed venture. Let's move on to the yeah. next thing." And it was her stubbornness that 100%. kept her there. But like at one point, even the but something s- said about the fact that she wouldn't let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. That's that's where she definitely fell through. Because I feel like at one point, all these rich old men were going to take control of the company and like yeah. try to continue her vision. And I think and they, I think they were interested in letting her stay on, but not as CEO. And yeah. she then volunteered Sonny's twenty million dollars so that way <laughs> she yeah. could stay on. And they took it honestly. So it's kind of on them too, right? I feel like this this show does kind of put a lens on some of the facts that like she wasn't the only evil one involved in this yeah. whole thing. Everyone knew what was going on, right? Everyone knew to what was some going point. on. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, in the most recent episode that we saw episode four, right. I feel like Steve Fry tries to like, he's like, Oh my gosh, he finds out that she's trying to sell it to Walgreens and, and all this shit. And how bad that would be. And, because he, and he told somebody, he exactly. told the board member, he told the but board he's the member. only one up to that point. Like did that. Yeah, and the board member didn't do shit about it. They're like, oh, I don't care. We know. And he got fired. 100%. Yeah. And so it's like. You're right. You're right. The show is, the show I feel like doesn't grapple with that. I should grapple with that a little bit more about other people's culpability. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, and, and again, I'm not trying to defend Elizabeth Holmes, but the show is painting a picture where it's all on like her and Sonny. I'm like, well, hold on. <laughs> they didn't scam all these, all these billionaires know what's happening. Yeah. Like the, the board, the, all these, uh, the people from uh, Walgreens, like, you know, they're also just seeing the dollar signs like that. Yeah. The one guy who wanted to look at the space so bad because he was a scientist. And he's like, uh-huh. I literally was hired. I love that guy. Was played brilliantly. I love yeah, how yeah, he played yeah. him. I think that guy was from Mad Men. I, I, I love that guy. He's been in so many things. Oh my God. He just, he, he just plays such a like well I don't know I just it was so good 
But like, there are people that are like, let me look at the machine, mm-hmm. and he's the voice of reason. And then the other guys are just like, doubt. I love, I love in that scenario. There's the one guy who I just assume plays tennis. I don't know why. He's just like he's he's got a hard on for startups. Okay, he yeah, thinks yeah, startups yeah. are the because yeah, yeah. he had one. It's the for coolest sure. thing ever, and he like the show. But the show kind of paints a picture like it's kind of his fault that Walgreens, that Walgreens got involved. Yes, but it's not. Hundred percent. Well, it's totally I, not. I could see how that happens a little bit. You know, I a feel little. like a lot of people are hesitant. A lot of people, a lot of resistance, and then one guy is like, "No, we have to do this. We have to do this. We have to do this." Yeah. And you could kind of see how he would fall into that trap he doesn't see know that's anything. what the show's doing you he's can kind of see man he's a dinosaur you know he's yeah. trying to stay hip and cool with the kids but there's a core uh, misunderstanding that they have yeah. of the new things and they're just like new and shiny sure here's all this money yeah but that's the thing right be like i don't know it's just every but the show doesn't like i don't know it's it's just it's so interested in the narrative it's showing i feel like yeah. there are just some moments yeah, yeah, that yeah. are missed in terms of the nuance and in terms mm-hmm. of other people's culpability because it's trying to show this show yeah. about elizabeth holmes and 100 it's her it's her fault and yeah. how and how she tricked everybody right the whole time like, i'm watching this show i'm like i much rather be watching a documentary i much rather be yeah. finding out facts rather than seeing this narrative that they're trying to string together because the show's also kind of trying to show us how much of a genius elizabeth holmes is right like I, i'm not wrong like it's trying to like look so how clever at, she's at least big, in the right? first episode it was like wow look at this girl she's like so impressive she's like doing all this stuff for herself she's yeah. really like she's in stanford and she's trying to strive for something greater but then i think slowly the show does kind of show that she is going about it the wrong way yeah i I think the most interesting theme of the show for me that i i found really interesting was the transformation right her beginning person as this 19 year old bright-eyed and bushy-tailed person that is trying to go to stanford and change the world to be a billionaire before they're 30 all the way up to to turtleneck elizabeth Mm -hmm. which it's so funny how it's like so dramatic when we get there, but it is. And it really happened that way. So yeah. it's like really fucking dramatic because one day she was like, oh, I need to change everything. <sighs> and when when the person was like, you're the vision, you're the yeah. you're the product. So you got to wear this turtleneck. And but the in between to get there. Right. I, I did like that. I really did like that. I felt like a character study a little bit because it was like. She wasn't eating right or eating not enough. And then like yeah. Sonny was calling her out on it. And oh, you know what's even more interesting, though, than what I'm talking about now? The fucking relationship with Sonny. What the hell do you make of that? That is really interesting. I feel like you were about to make a point, though, and then you cut yeah, yourself I, off. I forgot it. I forgot it because this was more interesting. <laughs> that wasn't an interesting. But whatever point I was making wasn't nearly as interesting as Elizabeth Holmes. Also looking for a father. And he would have benefited from Mail a dad. Mail a dad. Mail a dad. It's so funny because I feel like when I'm editing clips for the podcast, I'm like, okay, Nick's co- he's gonna take this home. I got a clip, and then you just talk talk about something else. I'm like, don't got a clip there. Okay, cool. <laughs> Never finished that point he was making. You know what's funny, Marcus? I, I didn't realize this until my current relationship, because my current relationship is my first like super actual adult yeah. relationship. You know, well, all my other ones, I was in college or in school. Sure, yeah, yeah. And and now I'm like being an adult, and I'm like having to think about career and like think about these things. And I'm finally on track with my acting career and everything. Uh-huh. And I, I really think I have ADHD. You might. 
Like, 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 100%. not like, oh man, I'm so like forgetful and I'm yeah, like yeah. so scatterbrained and I have an attention problem. I'm like, I've, I've been like looking at the things and like, no, oh, Lexi. Lexi says a thousand percent. You got called out. I really think I might. And I'm questioning whether I should do something about it. Do I see somebody? Do I try to get something for it? Or do I just accept I am who I am and I move on with my life? I don't know. I've, I've, this is my uh, current thought process about Nick's mental well-being. I think this. I got the camera almost Welcome fell. to the journey. Welcome to the journey. I think here's what you do. I think okay, that it's important to, I get if a you think watch. you have something, at least get a diagnosis. Because a diagnosis can help you a long way. So if you decide later, you don't have to do something about it right away. Right now, I understand health insurance is expensive and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Get a diagnosis. Once you have the diagnosis, then when you decide to, if you're comfortable with, you can take medicine, you can do other things. But That's good advice. get a diagnosis and it'll help too. And I think it might give you some ease of mind, some peace of mind with it. I think you can go online and look up ways that other people deal with it without medication or something like that, if that's the route you want to go. But I think that's the first step. Good advice. Okay. Wow, you're smart. You're the only one who says so, so I appreciate it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pug's in the chat for Marcus. He's thank a smart you. boy. He's thank a you. smart, smart boy. But yeah, back to what I was saying, and Old Man Rum was talking about too. Like Elizabeth Holmes' relationship with Sonny. It's this weird. Oh, yeah. It's like, so it starts off where they meet in college in that like immersion Chinese program. Mm -hmm. And he's. 10 he's 15 years at least if not 20 years older than her. yeah yeah and he's already made and sold a company so he's a millionaire so he is he is one year older than my mom now yes well i mean just in general because and we're about probably elizabeth holmes age now yeah uh no i think we no. are younger she's like 38 oh she is 38 yeah she's 38 Okay. I looked you this know, up when just, I saw the relationship. Let's just look. Elizabeth is 38 and Sonny is 56. 56. Yeah. So 18 years? Mm-hmm. All right. 18 yeah. years. Yeah. 15 years. should not yeah, be yeah. a whole ass adult in between <laughs> your relationship <laughs> ages. But it was so interesting because she needed a mentor. Mm -hmm. right she needed yeah. a father figure she needed a something yeah i'm not 100 percent sure and i'm not qualified to say but she needed yeah. something and sunny filled that void how mad are we at sunny we're like super mad like he's super predatory yes, right 100 percent, 100 percent. right yeah, yeah, yeah. the show it's, doesn't grapple with that i agree with you 100 percent he is predatory. I mean, yeah. Darren and I were sitting there talking about how disgusting this guy is for like going after an 18 year old girl when he's so fucking old already. You know, like yeah. that's just gross. And she, you know, like I feel like a lot of girls are more mature than the guys around them at their age. So I feel like sometimes they tend to, you know, some will seek older men. I kind of yeah. get see Marcus, that. Imagine, imagine in five, in five years, you going to date an 18 year old college girl. Now today could not do that that is disgusting i like five more years they are children like it's just yeah. they don't know anything about the world what do they have to give you you know it's just ugh, skeevy and the show you're yeah. right doesn't say that the show kind of paint no him point, as the savior yeah the show at no point really doesn't says anything about it in fact sometimes they yeah. kind of paint him as a victim too oh yeah which is just and it was like helping crazy. her, like trying to take care of her. Yeah, yeah. No, I hate that. Weird. And even in interviews, I was watching an interview with the 
Amanda and Naveen. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about their relationship and they showed a clip of the two of them were like, oh, yeah, the interviewer was like, wow, it's really kind of gross. This dynamic that they have, right? It's He's very predatory. And they were backpedaled so hard like the, the two actors were like oh well, 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 well actually um it's a lot more nuanced than that and like i feel like we try to like show that it's like maybe not all there you know they were the ones in the relationships we weren't really there and there was like a lot it was it got really awkward real fast in that interview and so i feel like that's the mindset that they took with making the show as well where it was like oh. they didn't really want to go there and Which is fair. Say it's, how it's predatory hard. it actually was. Yeah, like would I want to pay uh, almost pedophile in a film in a TV show that I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna get an Emmy nomination for? Yeah, you know, I, yeah. If that's not what it's, the story's about, you know, yeah. I don't know. But but I agree with you. It's 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 almost non-existent. Mm-hmm. And all the moments where Sonny's like put up in this pedestal, and it's not their fault. But Naveen is actually a little too handsome, I think, to have played Sonny. You know, like it's truly truly i mean yeah i could see that like amanda is also prettier than elizabeth is but like naveen's a very handsome man Mm -hmm. and that's not how how i would categorize sunny i would categorize as as stumpy yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but i think that naveen is a i mean he's a good actor and i feel like so good in the show those moments where he is kind of like not kind of he is abusive also and controlling and manipulative like they do show those sides of the relationship yeah but i think they try to have this mindset of like oh they were both in the wrong kind of they were both manipulating each other yeah Yeah, well i probably because the show is trying to paint also elizabeth hope oh you know what it's probably also doesn't want to forgive elizabeth more than it is already doing it's already forgiving her so much that if you also say it's sunny's fault for grooming her Mm -hmm. then it's also letting elizabeth off the hook even more when she's very, very culpable in the crimes that have occurred yeah. to the people in this show yeah. and in her the yeah. life. These are real people. These are, These are real, real people. people that were wronged, you know? Yeah. And and I'm not and I'm not talking about the billionaires and the millionaires. They can fucking lose all their oh, money yeah, in these startup things. That's fine. Ooh, the dream. I'm talking about like the, the scientists we'll and start. the assistants and all those yeah. people are like fucked over. And I watched episode five, and the way that Stephen Fry is fucked over. It, we're finally getting to like oh yeah like like the the guy the balding guy who we really liked at the beginning mm-hmm. his life is fucked yeah he yeah. lost his job and maybe his reputation but like i have the feeling he's just gonna get another science job it's like not the i could yeah, it's it could not be the wrong. end of the world it's, he was probably scarred for life yes. he was probably trauma but like he's able to continue living mm-hmm. where this goes is worse yeah you know yeah 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 and elizabeth is culpable for a lot of that yeah i agree i mean the fact that she was doing like trials on cancer patients like that all that stuff is like really bad stuff if it was just scamming billionaires like i would yeah sure say she was a hero yeah 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 truly by all means scam 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 away did you have more to say about sunny i don't want to cut you off about it no i don't think so here's here's the moment and here's the moment the first moment for me that the frauding started it's when they did a positive test they got the test working Mm -hmm. for that one thing and then they went to do the thing and then they couldn't get them to do it again and then they showed the result from when it did work yes and then from there how how wrong is that how wrong is that super wrong it is absolutely but but it worked god awful but it worked sure sure but but the problem is if you did it that one time sure yeah you did it the one yeah. time, but then you managed to get it together. At no point are they like, and it's starting to work. 
or it works a little bit. That's not my question. That's my question. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're right. You're right. It's totally the slippery slope where we can't. But I'm, that one thing that she did. I think and it's wrong. It, it, and I think so, too. And I think the show is very much saying the slippery slope theory, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. The, the, the road to hell is paved with good intention. Sure. It was That was the first time she did something that was on purpose, mm-hmm. not pie in the sky thinking, yeah, yeah. not like not like salesman pitchy. That yeah, was yeah. like fraud. Yeah. That was like the first thing. And then after you did that, then they did a little more and a little mm-hmm. more and a little more. But it is funny because I think the show tries to say, wouldn't you also do that one thing? Yeah. And I think the truth is a lot of people would. Sure, 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 sure. And then it would snowball. I get it. I, but you're right. Yeah. The show is, has this mentality of the road to hell is paved with good intentions where yeah. it's like she means well. She means well. She genuinely means well. And I'm like, she I don't did. think she did. Her goal was to become a billionaire, not save lives. She yeah, says it true. over and over again. That's true. That's super true. Yeah. You don't want to become I, I, a billionaire without other destroying other people. The other people make you lose sight of that, yes. right? All the other scientists and yeah. all the other people involved, they're like really, really in it to save humanity. Yeah. yeah and yeah, that's yeah. what makes me lose sight of it sometimes. Yeah. But I'm like, you're right. You're right. She just wanted to be a billionaire from the jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. day one and she was taking shortcuts the whole time because she just gets whatever she wants you know yeah bullshit 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 i was so i was watching interviews and yeah with her and with people talking about her and everyone described her as like the super charismatic likable person and i was like no she's not <laughs> like i don't know if i'm crazy or not but like she's not charismatic in any way amanda seafried yeah. is kind of playing her to be more charming i guess but you watch interviews with her i'm like it it feels like she's fighting amanda yeah amanda's fighting against her own yeah i don't want to she's very charismatic don't want to hear you talk anymore you sound dumb like watching her interviews is the cringiest shit i've ever seen i'm gonna go watch some you have to because you're watching her talk and you're like what the fuck like no one thought to edit this or to do like another take where you don't sound crazy but that's the thing about all the Lexi watched We Crashed, uh-huh. and she said the same thing. Like it, it all it starts like because that's the We Work story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And eventually they they're just they just start sounding crazy. Yeah, they just start sounding crazy yeah. with their but, big like disrupt the markets. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking. But, you but know. I feel like people are better at hiding it. You know, like you see, you see yeah. them live, and you're like, okay, like whatever, like it's fine. This is an exaggeration of them, but. Is the WeWork guy a hero? I don't know enough about him. Uh, of his of his own story. Did he did he steal no. billions and then from like not regular people? Sc- uh, scamming investors. Did regular people get hurt? If not, then he's a hero. I think he did some weird things with like Saudi Arabia or something. Hmm. Something he did something that was like sketch besides just stealing lots of money. But there are these good YouTube videos that compare and contrast the two like real life events with the dropout version. And like, oh. they're like word for word, shot for shot recreations. Like they had this that. super weird, cringy Theranos ad that was created by like an Oscar winning director or something like that. And he's like, like the Apple commercial. Yeah. And so these people really close in the camera and it's just like, well, what would do you want to take a blood test right now? What do you think of blood? Aren't diseases gross? And it's like, it's so weird. And the marketing is so strange, but it's real. It's all real. It really happened. Yeah. It's, it's, this is no normal, not normal. There's just no like everyday people in the room. 100%. 
hundred percent. Yeah. But the the WeWork guy, do you do you know a lot about the WeWork guy? No, I don't know anything about him. I literally only know the things that Lexi told me after watching the show. But apparently the guy who started WeWork, he lived on a commune growing up and he wanted Wait, to really? bring that same mm-hmm, he wanted to bring that same feeling to the industrialized city life. Which is why we work with so much about you come here. We are family. We are yeah, building community. Yeah, yeah. We are. And that was like his mission from the start. Yeah. And from the start, it doesn't sound too crazy. It got super crazy because his wife was really nuts. It sounds like. And because he just got so he just he was bleeding money. His vision didn't make money, you know, but okay. Uber doesn't make money. So who's like, yeah, yeah. A lot of companies don't like super make money. Startups. All, all these startups yeah. aren't making money. Yeah. Know? But I I kind of want to play the video, but I, I don't think I'll be able to figure it out. It's like a whole three minute video. And I also don't want to get this stream taken down, I guess. Uh, play it. That's fine. Now, hold on. Let's see if I can play. Do you know how? OK, hold on. Give me a second. We just turned into a react channel, guys. If you want guess, us to right? react to more things, uh, let us know. Honestly, that's the easiest thing we could add to YouTube. React to trailers. And stuff. <laughs> if anyone would watch it, we would do it. 100%. We would do it. Honestly, maybe we should just do it regardless. Ooh, okay. here's Charlie Rose. Okay, you can see all of my stuff. Capture cursor, sure. <laughs> do you want to? Sure. Uh, do you have any like embarrassing like other things going on? I don't know. I don't know. Is your porn like an, in a tab? Oh, in oh, YouTube, yeah. No, I have. I've got my porn on YouTube in a tab. <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. Okay, all right. Let's. Can you hear anything? No, I cannot. I don't think the stream can either. That's fine. But you can at least see. The shot for you shot just put things. It, put on your put on your speakers. It is on my speakers. Oh, I oh, know it's not. Wow, my my headphones are that good. I thought it was on my speakers. <laughs> but here we can just watch it. But you can see the actual like shot for shot things. It's I, the shots funny. are interesting. The dialogue doesn't oh, super matter. This must happen. This must happen later, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can see oh. kind of like the comparisons. So on interviews, she would talk about the letter and carry the letter around with her that had to do with. Oh, um, I remember the, the letter from the first episode. Yeah, yeah, from the first episode. Yeah, so that's a real thing that she would carry around. Like, oh, I used to tell my father that I wanted to become an inventor. And she would talk about that. Dude, if I was trying to do a startup and make some money and I had a story like that, I would be telling everyone. I yeah. would frame that letter. Yeah. It's a good story. A huge interesting part of watching the interviews was seeing how the media worshipped her. Like the media yeah. really clung on to the celebrity status that she had and really pushed it forward. I mean, she was on Mad Money. She was on like every – she was on Charlie Rose. She was on like all these big interview shows and wow, everyone's Amanda interviewing Seyfried is really, 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 uh, really attractive. <laughs> <laughs> she is. Don't get distracted. Don't get too I was. distracted. Well, then I was watching Elizabeth Holmes and I was seeing her beady eyes. Then it cut to Amanda and I was like, wow, look at this cheekbone. No, but I highly recommend everyone go and watch the – What's like, the name of the YouTube actual- channel? No, I mean, this is just, I don't know, random YouTube channel. But everyone go f- look online on YouTube for Elizabeth Holmes interviews because they're really interesting to watch. You can really see how, especially like knowing what you know now, going back and seeing how like the media really put yeah. her on a pedestal and made her great. And it's easy for everyone to just like consume that and follow and believe that, oh, yeah, this news site that I follow must be telling me the truth and they must be and now doing we some know kind of investigative research 100% yeah yeah straight up lying it's really interesting oh my goodness oh All this right, well yeah this this right what, here too hold this? on just this weird it's creepy this is just creepy and weird look at it it's so strange it you have to like be a, a psychopath to do that 
You have to be a psychopath to do that. There's no way you look at that and go, yeah, that's what normal humans look like. That's what normal, how normal humans act like. That's wild. Man, I want you to know that I was so close to buying a turtleneck for this episode. Really? But it's just so hot. It's, it's so hot. hot. If, it's... if we did this episode in the middle of winter, by God, I would have the makeup and a turtleneck. And I would have uh-huh. got a blonde wig. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 100%. Would have been great. 100%. But it's just too hot right now. I'm sorry, guys. I failed you as a podcast host. <laughs> I failed you. If I'm not in costume, what's the hell's the point? <laughs> That's you. fair. That's very fair. But now that I know I could have had the door open and the AC running and no one hears it, then. That's a new trick. Door open, AC gone. I have the fan off, but I have the AC on in another room and it is kind of nice in here. It's not the bad. It's it's enough. It's, it's enough. enough to not it's die. enough. I've died yeah. in here before. Yeah. No, it's not great. Nick. All right, Marcus. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about of who lose the dropout? Nick, honestly, no, I think uh, we covered mostly everything. I'm sure I missed a couple of yeah. things I wanted to talk about, but oh, sure. we got it. Any uh, thoughts and predictions? I, I, I guess you probably know how the story goes because she goes to jail. But I guess I predict she's going to go to jail. Show? Oay, all right. I never predict mind that question, she's going to go to jail, steal more money and hurt more people. What yeah, about right, you, Nick? What are your guess. predictions? <laughs> Okay, it was a dumb question. No, it was a dumb I question. Mean, it wasn't she's, a dumb question. She's going to go to jail. She's going to hurt more people. And she's going to lie some more. You're right. That's the rest of the show. All right. I didn't mean okay, it that way. Right. I'm sorry. Right, fine. <laughs> uh, but no, that's, uh, that is Hulu's The Dropout. Thanks to our Patreon for... She's not in jail? She lives with her millionaire hubby in a $135 million home. Is she still with Sonny? No, she's not with Sonny. So while she was going to trial, she met somebody else and got married. And they're also rich. A hotel like a hotel guy. Oh, my goodness. They have a son. Whoa, that's crazy. That's wild. Yeah. All these sociopaths are psychopaths meeting each other, you know, hanging out. That's what being a celebrity is. Her her trial was postponed because she was pregnant. She's just going to keep getting pregnant. Wow. That's a strategy. That's a pro move right there. She is a little psychotic. I, she, I'm, I, I can see it happening. I, I just, uh, anyway. Okay. Marcus, did you like who lose the dropout? No, I did not. Nick, did you like who lose the dropout? Yeah, I kind of did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think there were some um, really good acting scenes that I sure. like, was glad. You know what? It, it, it was, it's very clippable. It's yeah. very clippable. Like I was watching some of these clips before I watched the show, like a random one or two from some of these monologues mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. Because there's some like great moments. Sure. Of just like yeah, good yeah. acting. Like it feels very Aaron Sorkin-y, West Wing-y kind of like thing. But I didn't love it. Marcus, are you going to recommend the show? I think, yeah, I think I, I I don't recommend the show at all. But in terms of what you said about liking the show, I yeah. kind of agree with you. Whereas like it's in the middle ground for me and there, I'm watching yeah. too much other stuff. And I don't yeah. think I would recommend it. I think like if I watched the documentary and I like that more, I maybe would recommend that to like true crime people. Yeah, but I I'd recommended the documentary. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think this has value. I think the layman would really like this show. OK, like Lexi's mom. She's my okay. layman. I think you just call Lexi person. layman for uh, recommending the show. That's not what I said. It's <laughs> not what I said. Don't put words in my mouth, Marcus. You really get in trouble on Lexi uh, episodes. I always do. It's fine. The <laughs> uh, the uh, but no, I think a regular person would really enjoy the uh-huh. show. They they're not they don't they like seeing this stuff unfold. They like prestige yeah, shows the drama like this too. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you know. So I think I would recommend the show to all. Yeah, 
I think a lot of people will buy into the uh, like uh, soap opera ness of it. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Oh, are you going to finish watching the show? <sighs> probably, probably. Yeah, I guess. same. Yeah, same. Yeah, especially with the guarantee that the last three episodes are supposed to be bomb. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like that's if the payoff is really good, and also I just like I kind of want to know what happens. You it's know, hard. I, yeah, I want to know the facts. It's hard for me not. I don't think it's a terrible show. I just it's, no, it's not, not for me. I, I didn't super enjoy it, but I I do want to finish it because I feel like I don't like not finishing shows. That's the main sure. thing. Yeah, I feel like we agree that the show just just we would have chosen to grapple with different parts of it themes yeah, for sure and different like takeaways yeah we would have a different take is all mm-hmm. which speaking of takes you know who is right now signed up to make a elizabeth holmes movie which seems odd because they just made the show but yeah that's weird anybody can make it's different people it's different companies um and hathaway jennifer jennifer lawrence as elizabeth holmes which honestly makes sense okay i would have guessed that cast sure that yeah, yeah she has a deep voice and yeah. she's blonde and she's a good actress that's what else do you need and adam mckay marcus we just did adam mckay he made winning time and he also made those other movies uh, that i was raving to you yeah. like v uh like uh what's that dick cheney movie called dick veep vice vice that sounds right. Whatever that one was. And then also the big short. He makes good movies and he okay. does this stuff really well. And he has takes yeah. and they're kind of funny. And it's mm-hmm. like, look at this. Can't you? Isn't this crazy? Yeah. That this is real. And it might be in a more digestible hour and a half, two hour sure. format. Yeah. It might be a good movie. I don't know if I, I wouldn't want to watch it now. I just watched this whole goddamn yeah. show. Yeah, I think that's what we get into this thing where people are just making the same movie at the same time. I forgot what it's called. There's a name for it. But like we got two Steve Jobs movies at the same time. We got Ants yeah. and a Bug's Life at the same time. It's just like yep. fucking stop it. Stop it. You don't need to dig in the same well over and over again. It's There's parallel plenty thinking. of criminals out in the world. A parallel thinking thing. It's uh Yeah, it's know, called something when two movies when come out. When it's media. When it's media. Yeah. yeah, it's called something. I forgot what it's called. Same. But yeah, it, uh, that's happening. So we're going to get another one soon. Are you mm-hmm. going to watch it? If it's good. No. I mean, if it's good, you might. I mean, if it's, if it's great, good, sure. If it's like it an Oscar great. thing, I'll watch it. But like Adam, Adam McKay has been getting Oscar nominations for all his that's things. True. <laughs> all that's his true. things. He's like really, really great and hot right now. Uh, and Jennifer Lawrence took a kind of break from acting and now she's starting to come back. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Anyway, that is this. Oh, Marcus. Uh huh. I have to give you a challenge. We're leaving away. We're, I'm leave, we're leaving for a week so I can go to Mexico. Yeah. But when we come back, it's your challenge. We Hell didn't say it at yeah. the top. We did not. Because I forgot to ask. <laughs> Marcus, what is in two weeks' challenge to me? Nick, I am torn. I have like 10 things that I want you to watch at some point, but none of them are urgent. I'm going to read them out to you. You'll let me pick? I'm going to let you pick yourself. You get to pick what you want to watch. And so if you don't like it, it's on you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You ready for the choices? I don't know if you want to write them down. Look them up real quick. Okay. First one is The Lighthouse. Okay. I do love this movie. It's right there on VHS behind me. Oh, cool. I want you to watch it at some point. I genuinely think you'll hate it, but I think you'll appreciate the artistry behind it. That's what I hear. A Silent Voice. That one has been a long time coming. It's an anime. I really liked it. It was life changing for me, but also might be a depressing episode. We'll see. Hanna-Barbera's. Oh, God. What's the movie called? I'm blanking. I love this movie so much. Hanna Barbera? Hanna Barbera made a horror movie, and I can't get the, anyone the to watch it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, it's not the banana. It's um uh movies here. Hanna Barbera. I have all my stuff here. Slippery bananas? Not the slippery. It's the banana jammas. The the. God damn it! Why can't I remember it? Oh my god, this is not entertaining. I'm panicking. Banana splits. Banana splits. That's what it is. Thank you. The banana splits movie. Okay. What was the other? I asked you earlier if you watched something. Do you remember? No. Or Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. <laughs> Not the first one? Uh, you saw the first one. What? You, didn't you see the first one? No, I've only seen the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is the premier Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It'll be funnier if you... Oh, no, no, no. I didn't, I, didn't see, I didn't see Texas the Texas Chainsaw I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre because uh-huh. they don't need no article at the beginning. That's it's the best true. One. Oh, the other one was Shrek the Musical. Because Shrek is love, Shrek is life. Shrek the Musical? Mm-hmm. They did like a the live Broadway version. Yeah, so they did a, a recording of the Broadway version, so Marcus. you can pretend like you're there in the cinema. Marcus, all these sound like crap. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Which is why you get to choose. <laughs> oh my god, there's two horror movies, an anime movie, a musical. I mean, I'm obviously gonna like the anime or not. I love animes. I do love anime. Lexi picks Shrek. I Lexi do love picks a good Shrek. Musical. Oh, Lexi says Shrek. Old Man Rom, what's your way in? Are you there? Do you leave? Is is he might have left? Uh, is Banana Splits a musical? Banana Splits is not uh, a musical. It's a oh. cheesy horror movie that was made for like five dollars. Mm. He said ID. What was so he picked the sixth? I don't know. He picked oh, the Silent sixth Voice. Thing. Silent Voice. All right, we'll do a silent. Let's do a okay. silent. Let's do a silent. I feel I feel bad though because you gave me these options and you gave me four bad things and a good thing and I picked the good thing. Do you want me to pick a bad thing? I'll pick a bad thing. No, I want you. I genuinely was like. For me, the hesitation all of them. for Silent Voice is that it's going to be a, just a very like, I'm going to projectile vomit my feelings and it's going to be a depressing episode, but hopefully still very fun. But it will be a very honest and raw episode if I want to be a- uh, annoying about it, I guess. Pretentious about the way Are- are you it. ready to be annoying? I am ready about to it? get raw, Nick. I'll be wearing my cock watch the whole time. All right. In that case, next Thursday, the 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will be doing a silent voice, the anime movie here on twitch.tv slash now try this cast. As always, you can get our episodes on iTunes and Spotify every Monday. You can also join our Patreon at patreon.com slash now try this cast to donate to the show so you can be involved in our challenges just like this episode right now. We didn't choose it. You guys did. And if you can't do any of that, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify. You can also get at us at now try this cast on all socials. 100% guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate everyone who shows up to the stream and we appreciate you wherever you are listening. So remember, I kind of want to pick Shrek now. Can I go back? No, it's too late. Remember to go out there and try some things. Good night. Uh, you can give me Final Fantasy. The game? Oh, no, you can't. I'm away for a week and a half. I was going to say. If I wasn't in Mexico. You just started playing it? No, I don't have it. Which Final Fantasy? Seven? The yeah. new one? Oh. Yeah. That's true. It's a remake. million hours. Oh, no. I also didn't like it. I liked it a lot. It was fun. But it was like not good. It's, they, it was like more sexist and like more and less progressive than the original Final Fantasy Seven, which is like wild to me. I was like, what the fuck is happening here?
But they were like, oh, here's a butt shot and here's a booby shot and like here's an upskirt shot. And oh, now, now that we can. Now we're going to add a third love interest for Cloud. And it's like, why? Why? She was always supposed to be there. Apparently. And it was so funny because like the original creators are like alive. You could have just asked them to work on the game. They might have. They, they, and if you asked them, it's like, oh, we would have totally put butts on our game. We just. <laughs> we love butts. We love butts so much.